So as you know, I mean, I got my Confederate Navy. And so this day was the first day I got to shoot it. So I was like, Yankee dogs! <laughs> and shooting targets, and I had a blast. And so did the wood. This is at the Nexus, episode 130, Hexahedron in My Hand, on Sunday, June 8th, 2014. And now, the book's here. This episode of At the Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad and co-host Matthew Petchel in Real 3D. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm uh, doing well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Having a great day. Oh, yeah. It's been a nice real re- lately. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, as you know, my day, one day off a week and um, got to enjoy it with my father and sister out in the woods. With uh, ticks, from what I hear. <sighs> so many ticks today. I mean, like... 20-ish. 20-ish. I mean... When you kill them, it's like they become two because you cut them in half or something, and it's hard to count. I don't think that's how it works. But when works. you count in halves, you end up with like I don't know, close to 40, but then some of them you cut into thirds, and it's hard to guess. None of this actually sounds right. Well, I cut them in half, and sometimes thirds, because the other half starts walking away. So when I was younger, they always told me that you're supposed to burn ticks off. Is that how it works? So there's a, there's a thing called a deer tick. Mm-hmm. Which they can like sever their heads, and so you you burn them off because they're like, ah, let go, I'm on fire, and then it, it's fine. But the, these were wood ticks; they were much bigger and much sturdier, so you can just pull those off and cut them in half. I see. Okay. Um, yeah, but and so wood ticks don't carry the Lyme disease, so I mean it's safe to let them suck you, but I I just don't like being sucked like that. Um, oh no. <laughs> You know, I got to think before I speak. But regardless, how was your day? Uh, my day has been actually really good. I, uh, and actually this whole weekend I've gone out and used my, uh, new camera that I have not told many people about because, uh, I've been too busy doing all these, uh, special events. No time to do reviews. I mean, this, this news week is insane. Um, but if you'd like to look at some nice pictures, I've actually gone to three interesting places. Uh, on Friday, um, I went to the Big Stone Sculpture Mini Golf Park. Hmm. Uh, they have sculptures. Cool. Also mini golf. You know, and mini to- golf is pretty popular. And together, it was good. So, are there sculptures on the mini golf course? Yep. So, are they pretty beefy? Which type? Okay, so I've gone, like, do you know Lava Links? It was in the Rose yes, Center? Yes, yes, I've been there. Well, so, their wall, which is sheetrock, <laughs> has a few holes in it. Are you All serious? Right, so, I was playing mini golf, and I was on zone, so, like, you know how you work across the course? I'm familiar. And so, it's a very long one, so I went from one to the wall. <laughs> Which is like forty something. Like you, there, there's forty holes in that course. You know, I've got to. Uh, and I, I, I just put a dent in their wall, and I was on outdoor mini. That, that was an indoor one. Like I was on an outdoor one, pond, everything else. Well, there's so many balls around there, you can just pick them up. And, okay. You know, well, count. anyway, so the answer is no. They're not particularly. So how do they withstand the abuse that comes with people playing the game wrong on purpose, like I do? Uh, well, they would shoot you. I hope. Who? Someone. Who supervises? I have no idea, but I hope... Do they want to be clubbed? Oh, well, no. Um, There's actually a horse that roams. And I presumably that if you're doing something bad, the horse will just trample you. Man. Yeah. I've always wanted to strike a horse. I I didn't take a picture of the horse because it was looking at me creepy. So Was there a guy riding it? No. Just a horse. A horse walking around. Very suspicious. So, there was a horse walking down Marshall the other day taking up a whole lane of traffic. Was it being... Written by a police officer. Oh, one of those people. But do you know what it did? Started a dump, and it took a long, long dump. Like it just kept walking and deucing, like uh, like this this poo everywhere. It was bad. And so, were you delivering mail at this point? No, 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 no. I was riding with my dad. Um, Oh, I see. We were coming home from somewhere. But well, so in addition to uh, the mini golf park where there are sculptures, we also went to the Minnesota Arboretum, which is somehow made by the University of Minnesota, and they have plants and sculptures and you know fun stuff there. 
uh, that um, was uh, a cool thing too because I got to use um, not only my new camera but also the photosphere uh, function of the Nexus 5. And there was a nice dock in the middle of the swamp. You could walk out there, and they had a raised platform so that you could put your tripod on and take pictures of, you know, a bird or something. And I stood on top of it and rotated for the photosphere, and you can see a really nice photosphere panorama of, of it, and that's pretty cool. And finally, I went to the Stone Arch Bridge Sorda earlier today. Uh, it was pretty nice. I, I put in a, a really nice auto-awesome moving gif of the water from the dam. And, you know, uh, Roxy the dog, it's, it's known as a puppy to everyone. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a, you have a tiny animal, so I figure that's, you know, something that you'd get a lot. Yeah, we, we get it a lot. Roxy loves it. You call that a swamp? Well, I mean, you don't, you don't get to see the internals of it, but yes, that's, that's my definition of a swamp. It's more like wetlands I can see, but it's not swampy. Looks like a swamp. Smelled like a swamp. Probably was a swamp. It's just, it's like a lake with cattails around there. Fine. Lake, all, then. You're on the edge of a lake with a lot of cattails. Uh, admittedly, it is named like something or another. Because it's a lake. Uh, you know, I... Hype it like a swamp, why don't you? I did, if you don't mind. <sighs> you know, we're the land of 10,000 lakes. We're supposed to be promoting lakes. Lake promotion is what we're supposed to be doing here. You, I didn't get that memo. <sighs> you know, how are we supposed to say we're from Minnesota now? I had no intention of doing so. Well, you know what? That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, what else did you do this week? Any any other big things that happened to you this week? Uh, just just worked. And also, I have won my first bid. Your first bid on what? On a route. On a route. So, yeah, I once have been put on the same route for three consecutive days, mm-hmm. but that was because the guy went on vacation or something. And they, they couldn't mix it up enough for me. And so this week, I was on the same route three different times, but never two days in the same row. And they love moving me around. Just when they tell me I'm going to do something, they move me around, and they put me in zone 14. And I don't like that. But I'm in regular zone 13. I'm going to be happy, happy, happy. I'm going to be delivering the mail to the same house, possibly five days, most likely six days this week. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what do you have to do to win one of these bid things? So everything is based on relative rank, which is based on how long you've been there. So, so in I other words, you're pretty, three. pretty low-ish? Yes. Okay. They're, um, out of the 15 people, mm-hmm. I am like 11. Okay. So, yeah. Good um, luck with that in the future, then. But so the It th- only gets better, presumably, right? Uh, absolutely. Because okay. the, the top of the rung just gets removed every so often. Three people are retiring this week. Oh, okay. Or th- this month. This, right. Th- yeah. Yeah. And so the, the top three rungs are gone, and then I move up the ladder. Did you see how that's inconsistent with... Yes, of how I worded it. Yes, but you can visualize it in the way that would make sense in your own mind. So you falling off the ladder. Everyone knows I can't get off the ground very easily. And you didn't want to go down the ladder either, so I... Uh, yeah, okay. Hey, well, so you know what else I did this week? In addition to all that fun adventuring, I also did a special with our good friend Brian Mitchell. Oh, where can we find those show notes? Oh, uh, well, you can find the the specials, and the audio, and the show notes at uh, thenexus.tv slash ns29. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that was on the week's biggest event, which was WWDC. Uh, you know, that, that was a pretty big thing. You, you recall what happened, right? But, you know, the next big thing is already here. The next big thing is already here. And uh, that's there's literally nothing to do with Samsung. What it is, E3. is it's E3. So that that's mm-hmm. coming up on Tuesday. That's going to uh, be completely formally. shadowed. Uh, well, you know, uh, man, we're going to talk about E3 a little bit later because... It's coming up later. Yeah, it's coming up later. So when we um, get to the real news first, 
Uh, where can we find the real news if you were to? Well, so you're already listening to the show, so that's only half the stuff you need. The, if you want to follow along, you can go to thenexus.tv slash ATN 130 this day. 130? Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's, that's, that's quite a few of these. That's a lot of those. Yeah, and if you've listened to all of them, you've probably dealt with it more than I have. Well, I mean, you haven't listened to more than I have, so don't worry about it. I'm still winning. So far. So far. So what are we talking about WWDC? WWDC? What can you tell me about WWDC? Well, it's all the rage, you know, these days. Making new languages for your proprietary platform, it's all the rage, right? Yeah. You know, you've got Dart, you've got Rust, you've got Go. Everybody wants a language. So, clearly, Swift is the answer for uh, Apple. Now, of course, you would say, well, what about Microsoft? Well, of course, they've had .NET for the last 10 years. So they were actually the first to this party, and everybody's now catching up. Swift is uh, their new language. It's based on Objective-C in minor ways, but it also has, you know, influences from Rust, Haskell, Ruby, Python, C-sharp, and probably not at all in any way Java. Now, Which um, is good. according to its developer, who's named something Latner, don't know what his first name is, uh, it started in development four years ago. So what would that be like? You know, two-ish years after the iPhone? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, or in other words, uh, the, the year of the iPad. You know, that was in 2010, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's that's pretty good. They had the foresight to start building a new language for their developers, not only internally, but externally, too. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to have foresight. I, I applaud that effort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, also at the uh, WWDC, we got to see the OSX new preview of the now, not Mavericks, but Yosemite. Can I say it wrong? Yes. I said so, it wrong? So badly wrong. Say it right for me. Uh, how about Yosemite? What did I say? Weird words that had it's no letters in close. it. Not at all. You had a D in it. Dead. Indeed. Regardless, so people have started looking at the preview and all the other things, and there are hints that there's going to be a new iMac with Retina. Oh, my. Yes. And do so, you know how we know that? I'm imagining somebody did something cheating style. So uh, inside of the configurations um, for predetermined resolution support, mm-hmm. there are strings that indicate support for... Scaling, so normally you can have a retina display with a bunch of resolution, but normally you wouldn't necessarily want to have that resolution pixel for pixel. You might want things pixel doubled. So in other words, instead of having a huge monitor literally show you a 5,000 by 5,000 display, it would be more like 1080p, right? Mm. That way you could actually read the text. So the supported scaling resolutions will be 6400 by 3600, uh, 5760 by 3240, 4960 by 2304, and uh, a couple others. And so it could be a pretty big display if that's what scaling resolution they're going to be offering. 6400 by 3600? That's huge. It's very huge. Unless that's like, you know, some kind of special mode for like two monitors. Because you could be that guy, right? You could be that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, an interesting thing, in light of just buying Beats, Apple released a specification for Lightning Cable MFI. Hmm. Now, what could that be? Well, it's for headphones. And it's basically a way to use the Lightning connector and cable from your iPhone or iPad or iPod Touch or whatever, and the Lightning connector there, and then the cable to the headphones that would be have to especially be produced with that, so that you can handle lossless 48 kilohertz audio and advanced controls and advanced noise cancellation using the headphone mics and the phone's mics. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. They could be really cool, in fact. Horribly expensive, Yeah. but pretty cool. Now, imagine you had your iPhone and you have your little lightning connect, your, you know, your lightning connector and your cable, and you just uh, lace its little optical link up to your headphones. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I suppose. Now, um, there's no indication of when that will actually happen. This is a specification for OEMs and manufacturers to produce. But, you know, that beef acquisition, I wouldn't be too surprised if, you know, Apple started uh, making something in the beets category for this very purpose. As long as it's glowing out of the ears, it's fine. <sighs> Turns out, yeah. listen to ATN129 for details. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, so for uh, there's been a long-running trademark dispute down in uh, Mexico between Apple and a company called iPhone with a F. Instead of a PH. Sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? 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 With a P. <laughs> Regardless, um, oh uh, Apple's happy because they'll be able to continue using their Apple name exclusively, but other carriers will no longer be able to use that in their commercials and advertisements. Mm-hmm. So the reasoning for this seems kind of weird. Do you, Do you want another reasoning? You know, it's in Mexico. It's south. I don't care about it. So but let's hear some reasons. So, so their reasoning for this is iPhone with an F is a telecommunications company, so they're more akin to a carrier, whereas Apple has no telecommunications offerings except FaceTime, which apparently doesn't count. Well, it shouldn't. Yeah, because it's FaceTime. It's fake. And so uh, Apple can use it because they make hardware and they don't do telecommunications. However, carriers shouldn't be able to use it because they are in the telecommunications business. So using the word iPhone in their ads would somehow infer that iPhone with an F is related to their company, and it's not. Which... Yeah, Sounds I reasonable. See how that is fake. Yeah, so I, I feel like that's a pretty good compromise. Um, we'll see if Apple finds a way to let carriers cheat somehow. Wouldn't be surprised because they used the carrier's name in their commercial. Yeah, um, I don't think they would ever do that though. Sprint El Mundo. I don't even know. Uh, you know, I would have to uh, say no to that. Say no to that. Okay, then. So, uh, what, what do you know about OEMs? you know anything good about OEMs? I hear they, they might make a phone or two. Well, uh, you know, it's actually not even a phone this time. It's not it's actually from what Motorola. You uh, you know Motorola, right? Yeah, that Google company. That that Google company. It's still a Google company. It, it has nothing to do with Lenovo yet. Nothing. Well, they have been kind of weird this week, and they've released what is known as a hexahedron. <gasps> wow, what does that do? Well, it's actually called the MotoStream, which is probably a better name. Uh, it, it is kind of like an XSQ. Do you remember that from a couple of... Oh, those speakers and MP3 player or whatever. Yeah, it was a kind of like... And a, a TV thing? It was a... T- it, it would display an interface on the TV, but it was really just a s- Bluetooth speaker extension. So it's it's actually an XSQ, but without the amp and without the TV interface. And it's it's a, it's basically a Bluetooth speaker with an external out, so that you can pump it to actual speakers. Um, but if you look at the picture of it, it looks kind of bizarre. Um, I, and in fact, I think I'll play the video for our uh, favorite listener. You can get an idea of that. Yeah, just instrumental. Yeah, no, that was the point. That was the joke. <laughs> good, good work. There. I'm glad you're paying attention. So, what, what do you think about that? Does, does this seem like there's no point in logic to that product? Well, if it's I don't know, thirty bucks, people would buy it. But it's not. What is it going to be? I think it's sixty-ish. 
so people could there are very nice bluetooth speakers for around 30 dollars right um and they're so not blue the well so the one thing that this can do is it has it's it's not actually a speaker itself it, it's specifically designed to attach to other speakers but you can just bluetooth it. well that is the point yes so it is bluetooth but it's an external bluetooth speaker i don't know what to call it that's way too much though well, you know, $60. Yeah, it, it is. It'd be fine. In fact, what I would do instead is just, you know, hook, hook up um, uh, one of those um, Chromecasts. And I, thought, just... I thought you said cable. Oh, yeah, that too. That works too. Yeah, yeah. you could just, just hook up a cable. Just hook up a cable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's, you know. Reasonable. The NSA can't steal it as easily. Yes, because somebody's going to walk out with your weird with your hexahedron. Blue. Yeah, well, if I was walking down the street with a hexahedron in my hand that was glowing blue, I would imagine the NSA was following me. <laughs> or some other organization yeah. taking over the world. Well, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you know our beloved favorite company, HTC? I didn't they know They make that those was great fa- phones. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so do so you know the M8 that came out a while ago? Yes, the, the, the their flagship. Yes, so, so imagine their flagship but more plasticky and cheaply made. So less fragile. Yes. And so it still had all the cool stuff and um you know the same, like a 5 inch 13 megapixel camera and hmm. that's 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 better than the 4 megapixel camera of the flagship. Yeah. So with you get three colors, you get like gray, white and red, which are the three weirdest colors. Like black isn't even an option. Why wouldn't black be an option? I mean, a black phone. I mean, everyone likes black phones. Yeah, black is an option. It's not. Yeah, it is. looks black. Sure, it's not. Looks like it. Colors available. Gray, red, white. Oh, well, their gray is really black. Sure, that's not the 8? I don't know. So, it's only available in three different colors, but it looks very nice. It runs Android 4.4 with Sense 6.0. Um, What's Sense? Sense is their UI. It's like their version of TouchWiz. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, two gigs of RAM, uh, five megapixel front-facing camera, thirteen megapixel rear, um, and a two thousand six hundred uh, milliamp hour battery, which is a lot. Which is that's, good. It's good. And that's, you know, it's only using that five-inch screen, so it would be you know better than the Nexus Five, for example. Yep. Um, has sixteen gigabytes of onboard storage and um, is accept ex- expandable. That's the word I'm trying to utter. Uh, up to one hundred and twenty-eight gigabytes. So micro C probably. Amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 4G, Qualcore, Qualcomm, Snapdragon 801. Woo! Everyone likes 801. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. In Asia, it actually has a faster processor. Yeah. Because apparently they don't care if you get radiated. Is that how they've justified it? Uh, apparently. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, any, anyway. So. Yeah, that's a good phone. I think that's a great phone. Um, we're just waiting for a price. No, actually, we have that. So if you Where scroll, did if you, you put if, it? If you scroll down and look in their update. Uh, they, they have. They're not allowed to update once it's published. Yeah, I know. So That's pricing, really cheap. pricing has since been officially unveiled by HTC. The E8 will retail about $447, uh, USD. Now, of course, if you some, by some miracle are able to buy that at a carrier anytime soon, it'd probably cost more than that. And then you'd have to buy a contract, on contract. You have to I buy would, the contract to sign, too. I feel like it could be one of those Google Play Edition phones eventually, though, because it's a nice handset. It is. And there'd be, and, and, you know, $500 for a Google Play Edition wouldn't be out of the question if they're selling it for 447 now. And if mm-hmm. it drops in price later, then not a big deal. Honestly, yeah. I think this phone's better than their flagship, the M8, because it actually has a real camera. People like cameras. I think the difference, though, is that it has a smaller screen. I think the, uh, M8's bigger, but I don't think I would want a bigger screen, honestly. Well, so the screen is actually still pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, five inches is, is yeah, fine. Yeah, five inch. 
I don't um, want a bigger Super screen. LCD 3. That means nothing. Full HD 1920 Super by 1080. G3. And the PPI is 442. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's, that's Retina better. Well, that's better than Retina, uh, you know, comparably. Yeah, 442. That's, that's that's about what the Nexus 5 has. But it's a bigger screen though. Nexus 5 is also five inches. Lies. Um, actual truth. Facts. Hey, what do we talk about the Nook? Oh, oh, that device. So, do you remember when um, last November the Nook division was basically laid off? Oh yeah, yeah. Cataclysmically. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out uh, that the next Nook will not be from you know Barnes and Noble in general. It will actually have all four corners and actually be a rebranded Samsung Galaxy Tab Four, running Nook software instead of TouchWiz. Mm. We don't know what the price will be, but presumably it'll be priced similarly to what the previous Nooks were. Yeah. It's funny to still hear about the Nook, even, you know, after all this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there really a market for e-readers now? No. I don't think no, so. No. So, so, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Hmm. Yeah. You had a run-in with T-Mobile earlier this week, right? Mm-hmm. So, it was a Friday afternoon. I was in Zone 14, my favorite place with the biggest ticks to the biggest dogs and the biggest businesses. And so, I was having a really bad day, and I was going to call my mommy over break. So, I dial up my mommy. And my call would not go through. T-Mobile had the biggest outage that affected me personally. I couldn't even call my own mother at work. And I was just so sad and mad at T-Mobile for being sucky. So earlier this week, T-Mobile had a massive nationwide outage. Um, This was on June 6th. And, uh, you know, it lasted about two and a half, two hours, depending on who you were and where you were. Um... You know, depending on if you had T-Mobile or not. I had T-Mobile. Yeah, that that is the problem. And apparently it was sporadic. So some 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 handsets would have this problem. Some wouldn't. Uh, a lot of people um, were writing back into this after it happened. And a lot of people said they could do it during that time frame just fine. And other people said not. So I feel like it could have been like um, if you had a modern phone and you weren't on edge, you probably... Uh, were affected, and if you were on edge, you probably weren't affected. But it was across the nation, so it wasn't even localized. It was, you know, all... So how does that happen? I feel like it's a backbone provider issue. So, like, the idea of cell phone networks is they're, you know, literally attached to some huge copper pipe or a fiber pipe, and then it all goes somewhere back to the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how it works. Where iMessages can intercept. Yes, exactly, because, you know, it's all somewhere. And the NSA, you know, like, Apple invented it, NSA licenses it. So uh, I guess that's what happened. Yeah, it's it's pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, the worst could happen further. Uh, T-Mobile really could be bought by Sprint, and allegedly, T-Mobile would be bought for forty dollars per share, or about the fifteen fifty billion dollars. You know, conveniently, that's the same number AT and T is throwing around for Directv. And apparently, the broad terms have already been agreed upon, and the companies are nearing a final agreement, sometime to be finalized permanently in July. Really, you mm-hmm. think it's going to go through? Oh, I'm sure they'll get to some agreement, but will, you know, the FTC and DOJ, will any of those people approve? Eh, I'm hoping no, yeah. but. So, if Sprint and T-Mobile really did merge, uh, who do you think will be the CEO? Well, Dan Hesse's old and funny looking, so probably not him. So, how about the... the John Lears? The, 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 John, the John guy. John? Yeah, I, I'd have to say John, and that's what everyone else is saying, too. Because uh, he's pretty hipster. And it would be kind of a reverse acquisition at that point, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I personally don't like him because he's creepy looking. He's creepy looking, but Very he, creepy he, looking. He, he... I think it's the pink shirt he's forced to wear. Well, it's magenta. You know, <laughs> if it's magenta, he still looks like a something. You're terrible. He's wearing pink. It's magenta. It's purple. 
you know, I could dispute this in so many different ways. But you'd still be wrong because it is formally known as a color that is purple. Okay. Okay. Um, here, we're getting to the bottom of this right now. We're, we're stopping the show. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Is pink purple? No. <laughs> hey, I'm right. <laughs> I'm glad we got this. I don't think that's a fair test because you don't have a connection of wireless type. You know, it's probably because I'm on T-Mobile. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of T-Mobile, they've recently released what they're calling the Underground, which is going to be true for true enthusiasts, where you can buy phones, although only one is available right now, which is a gold Galaxy S5. The idea, apparently, is to offer phones that would not usually be sold here in the United States or in stores, something like the Apple Find 7 or maybe a OnePlus One or any number of strange and exotic uh, Chinese OEM phones. Is it just for China? No, no, no. It's it's in America. It's here. Mm-hmm. But it, the idea is that it would carry exotic Ur phones. So like, not you know that phone from Russia that had the e-ink display. Oh yeah, on yeah, the just back? like that. Um, right. What was, I can't remember what those were called. No it's like idea. Why something? Yeah, like and, a Yada something. Yeah, Yada phone. Um, mm-hmm. they're amazing. I would totally spend a thousand dollars not on that, but well, you know, if it, it was be, over two years, you might. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, so I, it's a good idea, but I feel like T-Mobile carrying this out will be a, the the part of where it fails. What did Max Marty buy? He had to order something from Japan or something. I don't think it was a phone. He has an Nexus Five, just like the rest of us. Oh, before his Nexus Five, he had a Nexus Four. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's pretty American then. Yeah, I, uh, no. I thought no. he had he had to go through loops and loops to find his exotic phones. Mm, I don't know about that. His exotic skins on his exotic phone, indeed. <sighs> Those should not have been rolled out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, want to talk about AT&T? Uh, you know your favorite carrier. My, my favorite carrier that mm-hmm. has multiple support fronts on Twitter and email. Oh, indeed. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you know how 21 major U.S. cities were all going to get fiber and they're going to be super awesome and Project Giga Power will be giga happening? Giga, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Word on the street is this won't happen unless AT&T can buy DirecTV. Yeah, that's right. So AT&T is threatening basically the you know United States government to approve the, the merger, the acquisition, or AT&T won't do any rollouts of the fiber. Which I think is kind of funny. You know, a little bit. Uh, AT&T, of course, didn't say this overtly. They said it in a um, you know security something exchange commission uh, filing. So, you know, it could just be that they, okay, so this literally makes no sense to me, but they're going to spend $50 billion on DirecTV and then for some reason have more money afterwards to build out all this fiber. If they instead just built out the fiber with the $50 billion, I feel like they could not buy DirecTV and have money left over and have built some fiber. Yeah, but AT&T I don't think is an evil company and I hope they win. I feel like you've been misled heavily by the bigger evil company named Comcast. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out. Hate them. Hate I, them. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uncontained hate. Mm-mm, I think it is contained over on that side. What do we talk about Google? It's because I can't fly. Oh, right. Well, how about you? Hey, Google. Did, 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 <laughs> did you get that Android 4.4.3 update yet? Oh, so this, this thing that's been attacking my notifications? Yeah. So I am constantly getting email, so I always have in my notification bar the email. Then I have voicemail because I've never set it up. Then I also have all this T-Mobile crap because I have some app that you installed. And now I have this new system update that is just assaulting me. Like, 
I can barely see text messages in my notification fields because I have all this crap that I won't deal with. Okay, so first of all, I disabled that stupid T-Mobile notification because it's evil. Okay, by the way, it's it's haunting me double front. It's here now. Like, it's in there. Yeah, well, disable it. Move along. And so, uh, if, if you have gotten the 4.4.3 update, you're lucky because, well, not actually, everyone else did too. Already, uh, in record time, the Nexus 4, 5, uh, both Nexus 7s apparently, the Motos G and X, and most GPE devices excluding the LG G-Pad because, well, who knows, uh, all of these have already received the update and, in fact, uh, I believe the HTC M8 and the Galaxy S5 are going to be in this rollout too. Normally, it takes you know a couple weeks for all the different sets of devices that get timely updates to get them, but now all of them got it. So maybe it wasn't planned, or maybe it's a sign of things to come. I hope it's a thing to come because you know everyone should be on the same page. Everybody should be on the newest update. Says the person who didn't update yet. By the time this is done publishing, I should have it because oh, it's restart and install. Yeah, you have to restart. Oh, I thought you meant like the download had to go. See, my I have uh, fast internet, not any Wi-Fi. It's faster than my home internet. Yeah, I know. So, um, tell me about this. Uh, uh, these Android numbers. Yes, we finally have the numbers for all the uh, users. So we have thirteen point six percent of them are using four point four. Good, and that's more than use ice cream sandwich. And um, Jelly Bean, unfortunately, is still winning with sixty um, percent. That's a lot. But did you know? That about fifteen percent of them think they're using iOS. <laughs> no, actually, I I believe they, that I bet, wholeheartedly. They, they bought it by mistake. Yeah, uh, that's what I hear anyway. Did you know that now? And this is unbelievable. That fourteen percent are still using Gingerbread. I believe that. I believe that too. Actually, I believe that a hundred percent of them are on Virgin Mobile too. No, 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 no. Because they still sell gingerbread. No, but you know who... So a lot of, like... So you know those phones that you can buy, like, at Walmart for, like, 20 bucks, 30 bucks? Those Android phones still do run gingerbread, and that, that's just appalling. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Can't look forward looking back. You know, the, those Jelly Bean numbers are kind of icky, too, because Jelly Bean isn't just one release. It's it's three version numbers. So one point, or 4.1, 4.2, and 4.3, and Jelly Bean's kind of... Old, like I don't. When in Jelly Bean did they get um, built-in Google Now support? I feel like it wasn't until fairly recently, like I, I maybe four point three at the latest yeah. or earliest, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. well uh, why don't we talk about some other things that were updated? Uh, Chrome for Windows is getting a pretty major update, and that is sixty-four bit support. Wow. So it it just entered into Canary and beta last week, and presumably the holdout was you know performance in extensions. And somehow they figured out how to make some, you know, 64-bit flash. And, you know, in, you know, three or four months, I think people will be running 64-bit Chrome for Windows. The question I have is if it will be forcibly updating you from 32 to 64, that that remains to be seen. Yeah, well, if they don't force people, they're not going to do it. No, but at least new computers in the future will do it. And also think about the impact this will make on Chromebooks. Really? Chromebooks couldn't run in 64-bit mode because, you know, it is just Chrome, right? So now Chromebooks can actually have more memory safely. They couldn't before? Well, no, because Chrome's kind of limited to 32. I didn't know that. Well, you know, Chrome. I figured the, the Netflix had, like, you know, some back-end ultra-deluxe thing. Uh, apparently, this is kind of important. Wow. Uh, now, that is really important. Now, currently, this is just 64-bit Chrome for Windows. Presumably, 
this will happen for other platforms later. Chrome OS. Chrome OS, OS ten, you know, those those things. It took a long time for the browser to get actual Chrome. And and hopefully this means that you won't be able to run Java anymore in Chrome because, you know, what's sixty four Java? Oh, it it doesn't exist. You know it it does, but nobody installs it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing keep fit or something. Yeah. That's the only time I have to use Java now. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I use. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you go back to the U this fall, you're going to be taking the city bus again, right? Or the light rail? The light rail now, because it'll be rail. opening on the 14th-ish, I think. Yeah, uh, just a few days. Just a few days from now. Yeah. And um, look out for you know, corpses and bodies of I, I bombed I don't, people. Don't worry. Um, but with this new Google Now, like, you know how it always could help you figure out your routes? Like, if you could ask how to get to somewhere, and it'll take you to the nearest mountain on public transit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now... It it knows your normal route, but it can remind you to get off at your usual stop. That's which, pretty good. That'll, that'll be amazing because mm-hmm. you know people fall asleep all the time, do terrible things, mm-hmm. or people just don't know where they're going. Right. And now, if you are rich enough to buy a phone, you should be able to be rich enough to ride the public transit. You know, I think you have this confused. When you don't have to have the responsibility of being anywhere timely, that means you're richer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's I mean, how. That's what it means. It's only the rich people that come out and yell at your lawns because they're the only ones not. Working. Yeah, exactly. Because I go to people's houses during the day, and most of the time they're empty, but the people who aren't working are the ones who yell. Sounds... Feel... Don't think it's because they're, they're there. You, do, you don't think there's a correlation between that and the, well, the, that see, I behavior. love walking across Richie's lawn. Of course you do. It's fun for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what else is fun? An update to Hangouts. Hangouts? I mean, oh, dangerous. I know. Uh, this time they're adding custom message sounds, so that when somebody plunks you, it might actually sound like a plunk instead of a ping, for example. And in addition to that, SMS blocking. So if somebody's spamming you, you can block them. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But of course, you have to give up the one thing that everyone loves, which is the SMS app. The, the messaging one. Uh, I need that. I know. I like that, too. I'm, I'm never going to merge them. You will. I mean, you know, just wait. You will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... It's going to be terrible. I'm worried about that. Mm-hmm. So Google has secretly been working on a Chrome-only extension that will allow end-to-end email that's encrypted. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it se- almost seems like they're angry about, you know... Certain NSA thing mm-hmm. going on? Just, yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but so it's not available to the public yet, and um, apparently doesn't work, um, and it's only in beta and other things. But uh, hopefully, that's a sign of things to come in the future. I love how you just skipped reading any of that. Oh, I mean, I can do that all day. I understand, and the reason it's not released to the public yet is because if it doesn't work because it's in beta, it could have destructive consequences. You know, if you're like a you know WikiLeaks leaker, you might be uh, destroyed. Um, in addition to that, um, there's a transport method, or it's a transparent method for using open, uh, PGP. Have, have you ever heard of that? PGP? What is that? That is a lawnmower. Don't worry about it. Oh. So, PGP, you've, you've heard of PGP. Oh, yeah, PGP, everyone yeah. loves PGP. Have you ever been able to set that up successfully? No. I've never either. So, this, it'll be using PGP as its back end, and uh, it'll apparently be relatively easy to set up. Now, it, we don't know if it's only Gmail that will be supported, but since it's a client-side extension, it should be available to any email client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. If you use it. You should. Nobody will. No, no one will. Remember when we were using secure text? You wouldn't use it. No, because it was annoying. Oh, I don't want to be secure. It's too much of a hassle. It is. You know how much time I save six seconds with Link Bubble and another seven not dealing with this crap? <laughs> Encryption? Meh. Like, you wouldn't. No. You should use it. I will not. It's, 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 it's a problem. I feel like 
Google might get a pass at it, though, because if they can get enough people to use it by, you know, for example, making a big bubble in Gmail, mm-hmm. you know, that pops up and says, it's install this extension to be safer. I'm sure people will do it. Or just make it always on. Uh, but they still have to download it. Now, for now. What, it just gets directly integrated into Chrome? I guess, but... I mean, no, it's, it's, gonna, it's gotta happen. I don't know. Only I, way people use it. I feel like that's weird. If you're trying to anger the NSA, you'll cross Do whatever that it creepy takes, line. And then the NSA will just submit a patch to turn it off anyway. No. Like TrueCrypt. And then a gag order as well. Yeah. So that, you can't talk about it. You know, turns out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they talk about the TrueCrypt on the Bailey show? Didn't listen to it all yet. Oh. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. I feel like he does a better job of listening than we do. Or you, mostly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you want to tell me about, uh, Google I.O.? Google I.O.? Oh, that's coming up. Yeah, it's just two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks away. Two weeks away. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be great. Uh, are we doing a special for it? Yes. Who's going to be on it? You. Me. You. Ah, gone. Busy. Where? Shooting deer. Sure. Out of are. season. Yeah. Unlicensed. Illegally. Yes. Yeah, man, you're going to have a great time. Maybe you should do a show with me instead. You know, I, I think that's more legal. Mm-hmm. No, but Google IOs, it's coming so up. cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's going to happen at Google IO? Do you know? I, I don't know. No one knows. Rumors. Well, the rumor is that a feature called Nearby will be unveiled. No, is that going to... No, Nearby, doesn't that sound like it has something to do with, I don't know, location services? Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of something called an iBeacon? No. Okay, well, an iBeacon is basically... Apple's secretish Bluetooth thing that a business can buy or, you know, a person can buy, and it will allow you to do things like, okay, you walked into the store, now we can ping your passbook or your coupon book with a coupon. Here, have a coupon. You walked into the store. Cool. Nearby is basically like that. The idea is that the new feature will allow Android phones to be aware of when other Android phones are nearby it, and then interact with them transparently and without interaction on your part. In addition to that, um, nearby, uh, this is a quote from what, what somebody is writing about. Nearby lets you connect, share, and do more with people, places, and things near you. When nearby is turned on for your account, Google can periodically turn on your mic, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and similar features on all of your current and future devices. Google Plus and other Google-based services need this access to help you connect, share, and more. When you turn on Nearby, you're also turning on location history for your account and the location reporting for this device. Google needs these services to periodically store your location data for use by Nearby and other Google services. Now, that sounds great and all, because it's just like location services, right? But turning on your mic, isn't that kind of suspicious? It, I'm scared by that. I mean, they're trying to end-to-end encrypt a Gmail, but man, they're going to need to end-to-end to encrypt your mic. You just, you just be mindful of what you say at all times. You don't have that at what privilege? What? what? I can do it. I can do it. Streamlight. Now, what 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 do you think the benefits of this would be? Like, do you really think it's useful? No, because there are so many other easy ways to share files between two people. This isn't sharing files per se. This is sharing awareness between devices. I mean, I can only see this being useful for ingress. Is that the, is that the entire platform now? Just this is not Android. This is Ingress. Ada welcomes you. You know, actually, Jarvis fears you. Yeah, that's not true. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a good. If that's their big marquee feature that they're rolling out into the next, you know, four point five or you know, five point update, that's a failed. You, you feature. really think they're going to call it five point No, I don't. Because I, I, I think that's another year away. Why well, don't th- I think it's uh, five years away? Really? Yeah. You think it's going to keep going this? Unless they can make something actually nice and make new UI, 
I feel like major version numbers like that are, are UI Hera. specific. I don't think you, Hera is a, is, when no. that is fully launched, is, is it going to call it five? I don't think so. Five. Hera is two things. It's, it's this, um, you know, continuous integration between web app and local app, and it's also a design pattern. And those two things are clearly disjointed now because, for example, Google Keep has this new UI pattern, and Google Plus has this new UI pattern, and those things are not referred to Hera in any way. It was just demonstrated with Hera UI. Um, I mean, Hera functionality. Hera clearly represents Google's ability to synchronize application state between web app and local app. Very much like hand off on the new iOS 8 and uh, Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you know about uh, Project Tango? Oh, that it maps rooms and they have maps a new tablet. Rooms. That sounds cool. That sounds cool, right? It sounds well, very cool. But, but how much would you pay for that? So I can... Wait, am I the one doing the mapping or am I the one viewing the maps? How much would you pay for either of those things? <sighs> 500 bucks. Oh, man, you're, you're, you're off by um, a factor of two. Thousand bucks? Yeah. Plus $24? Yeah, that's right. Thousand twenty-four? I was pulling, a, a, you know, like one of those rounding jokes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Project Tango, the, the room mapping technology that's re- allegedly revolutionary, you know, it, it, it does some crazy magic to map your room by just emitting wireless radios and camera things. It's very cool. To the walls. It's pretty cool. Well, we always were shown demos of it working on a phone, you know, similar to like a Nexus device, you know, just a mm-hmm. phone with a, some Snapdragon in it. Well, what if it was actually working on a tablet? You know, tablets can have bigger processors because they can have bigger batteries, and, you know, bigger processors mean better mapping because it can do more. Well, you can buy one of these tablets for developer purposes, and it's actually cheaper than Google Glass. It's only $1,024. What did I just say? $1,024. Hmm. Um, now, do you, no. do you know what Snapdragon it's running? No, it's not running a Snapdragon. It's not. It's running a Tegra K1. Now, I've never heard of a K1, so that's probably a bad sign. It's Plus funny it's how you. It's funny how you've never heard of a Tegra K1 because it hasn't really been in any device yet. Uh, it was launched at CES earlier this year. It's basically the Tegra K or the Tegra Five. You know the. You know. Hmm. You know. But it sounds better than a three. You know, it's better than a Tegra Four. Obviously, it's um the next generation of 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 their of their lineup and uh it has the Kepler cores hence the K. Oh, everyone likes Kepler cores. Right. So, it could be really great. Um I feel like mapping could be parallelized pretty heavily, you know, for each sensor it gets 100 cores to deal with or something, I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't know, fake. I don't know how it works, but uh this could be cool if anybody actually buys it and does something with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever heard of songs? Songza, I mean, <laughs> I use them to adjust my mood all the time. See, Songza is the greatest um, playlist streaming service ever. I mean, you can you can specialize in different playlists depending on what kind of mood you're in, like if you want to listen to country or if you want to listen to western. And if you're feeling kind of out there, you can listen to some bluegrass. I mean, it's it's a very cool service. And I hear Google is going to buy them. How much? Well, starting starting bid is about fifteen million. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Does that, that seem kind of low to you now? Yeah, you know, like everybody's just throwing around billions these days. So many billions. Yeah, you know, nineteen billion for WhatsApp. You know, yeah. three billion for Beats. You know, fifteen million for songs. Though. But so what they have right now is five point five million people using it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. And now, now let me put this into perspective for you and tell you that you're wrong. Um. Pandora, which I'm sure you've heard of, Pandora. You know, it's a music no. radio service. Do they, they have ads? Yeah, they have pretty pretty egregious ads. I must add. I don't, I've never heard. You've never heard about that? Well, you know, it turns out that they're 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 pretty uh pretty uh mm, yeah pretty bad. 
So they have 72 million subscribers on, on the Pandora. And by subscribers, I don't mean just paying users. I mean paying and free somebody who listens to it regularly in a, you know, monthly period, you know, just okay. how everybody measures their metrics. Um, you know, I don't know how many people Google Play Music All Access has, but I'm assuming that it's more than just 5.5 million. Hmm. I'm assuming it's a lot more than that because Google Play is probably way bigger and on way more devices than Songa. Oh, Spotify has 10 million alone. 5.5 million is pretty small in the scope of things. Maybe that's why they're only wanting it for 15 million. Probably. I don't know, but that's, that's better than starting from scratch. Oh, absolutely, but they already have a service. Uh, the, the alleged reason for buying this is their special curation technology. Yeah. Uh, that's to, you know, converge music on a mood or an occasion rather than having predefined playlists just made by a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. It's not a big acquisition. I don't think it's a big deal. Me neither. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the LGG watch? You know, we've been hearing leaks about this thing for months, and it's sure to be released pretty soon at I.O. Mm. Well, apparently there's more leaks, and apparently the eternal device code name was named Dory. Do, do you know anything about a Dory? I don't. What what can a Dory do? Well, a Dory is a fish name, a apparently, and uh, fish names are usually reserved for Nexus devices. Uh-oh. So, apparently... Wait, wait, what, what's a Dory? Sound like a fish. Oh, it's a fish from Finding Nemo. Yes, very, very well done. Um, the next to Finding Nemo is also named Finding Dory, I think. Anyway, um, you can Google this for proof, or you can believe me. I am googling it for proof because I don't believe you. Okay, uh, I was announced on Ellen like four months ago. Anyway, What's an Ellen? oh my gosh, watch TV in the daytime. Anyway. Finding Dory trailer gets you something to. It's the person who used to be on Rice right before the Price is Right. I love The Price is Right. And this chick, stop. No, The Price is Right is a much better show than Dory. <laughs> anyway, so um, it, it could have been a Nexus device, but then they changed their mind. You know, LG has been making the last two Nexus phones, you know, the Nexus 5 and the Nexus 4. So maybe they were planning to make the G-Watch part of that Nexus lineup, but then they changed their minds at the last minute. Who knows? In addition to that, it'll be using, somehow, a Snapdragon 400 at around 800 megahertz clock speed. Hmm, Snapdragon cool. 400. Do you know anything else that has a Snapdragon 400 in it? My phone? The LG Optimus Elite? No, neither of those things have that. Really? No, the Snapdragon 400 appears in what is known as the Moto G. So a very popular processor for modern things. Um, I feel like a phone processor going into a little watch is kind of weird. Unless that watch has a lot of things. You know, it is clocked at 800 instead of like the 1.3 or something that the regular one is clocked at. So I guess that could save battery life. But man, that's uh, pretty amazing. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But want to know something truly amazing? I would like to. And it's going to help Xbox One sales. Oh, that, that anything can help them. Yes. So Microsoft pushed an update to the Xbox One. What did they do? They made everyone happy. How? So, remember when we talked about a few weeks ago how no one uses the Connect? Because it's a fake product. I mean, in the in the selecting screens, it's fine. But when you're in-game, nobody yeah, uses because, Connect. Because developers just don't know how to make games with it. Yes. Yeah. And developers also can only use 90% of the Xbox One's power. Because? Another 10% of it is just just for the connect at all times it's, hmm. it's so just, it's reserved it's reserved wow well this update gets rid of the reserve thing because they realized that in game nobody uses connect turns so out why not make everything 10 percent faster wow so one update just made the xbox 10 percent faster yeah. and so do you know how many it's got to be more than 10 people using it so i think it's 100 percent faster see you know it's great 
No one's going to question how that works. No, no one will. And, and you know, you should be a spokesperson just for the Xbox team because they they need it. I, I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently there this is not a CPU thing. This is a GPU thing. So I don't mm-hmm. know how that works. Well, see, the GPU handles graphics, and the Kinect is just a giant graphic capturer. Is that, is that how it works? I, I did not no, know No, I'm working for Microsoft now. I can say that. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot. You didn't have your badge on. Okay, so... My badge uh, is my Twitter. Now, apparently, though, if, you're, if, if your thing does use Kinect or you are dual-screening content, uh, your, your 10% reservation will return. But that makes sense because you're actively using it then. Yes. So if your game doesn't need Kinect support, you can get 10% better... Which is 95% of all games. I feel like it's better than that. 99. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, sad news, though. According to Mary Jo Foley sources, Mary Jo Foley, if you haven't learned, is uh, the uh, premier expert at uh, Microsoft News. She's kind of like the John Gruber, but of the Microsoft. Well, uh, apparently Microsoft's plan to return the start menu to the Windows desktop, well, it's been pushed back. It was allegedly going to come out sometime in August or September in the update 2 of Windows 8.1, but unfortunately, it has been pushed back to threshold sometime for next year. Well, mm-hmm. No reasoning was given for this horrible turn of events, but, you know, not surprised. Yeah. Microsoft has never been good at shipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... Hmm. Wouldn't you like a new start menu? You know what I'd like? I'd like a really nice keyboard. A really nice keyboard. How nice. I'd like a keyboard that was partnered with Leap Motion because I feel like it would have even a better experience in touching keys. Exactly. No, you just so. feel in front of them and the keys are pressed. It's a lot better than just pressing keys. I feel like your buckling keyboard wouldn't be very useful then. Well, you see, my buckling keyboard was also a hundred dollars, and HP, like you know, the, the they're the keyboard manufacturers occasionally, not no, not specifically known for keyboards, <laughs> like mostly not at just, all. Printers and desktops. Yeah. Well, and laptops yeah. sometimes, I guess. Well, I've I've have bought one or two of those. Yeah. Either way, so they partnered up with uh, Leap Motion to give Leap Motion pre-installed keyboards. Now I'm just trying to figure out what it actually does. See, I you think there'd be a product video or something else no, to actually just, show you? There's just a there's picture, just a crappy picture yeah. of a key- like. So when you spend a hundred dollars on a keyboard and you're not going for buckling springs, you'd expect it to be wireless. No, no, totally corded, totally. Ugly, totally looks like any other chiclet keyboard, and this has this giant leap that's been magnified. So no, this this is the worst launch ever. Yeah, well, leave it or to rumor. H- Le- hey, you know what else was a hundred dollars? A touchpad. You know who sold it? HP. So they're not known for their hundred dollar products. Hundred dollar tablet's pretty good. I mean, for being three years ago, it was a piece of crap then, and it's a piece of crap now. Well, I, I feel like my Leap Motion keyboard will be useful five years from now, unlike a certain $100 product. Well, uh, apparently um, the cord is necessary because the Leap Motion has to send a lot of data. You know, it's basically Connect, but flat. Yeah, so what what can this keyboard do that so, a regular touchy one doesn't? I have literally no idea. It can do whatever the Leap Motion could do. It's just instead of being a separate peripheral that you would put behind your keyboard or in front of it, it's in- integrated directly. Now, I feel like it's a useless thing because for $79, you could just buy a Leap Motion and then you could use the existing keyboard you already have. Which is probably going to be better than this. Probably. So uh, that's what I would recommend. You can pick up your local uh, Leap Motion at your local Best Buy for $79. Trust me, I was there. I saw it. And you didn't get one? Uh, Well, according to my sources, the driver support is pretty uh, terrible. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
That's a bad thing. Buy now. Oh, everyone wants to buy one. Well, you know, if you wanted to buy something, it might be a good time to start looking at uh, Uber investment. Uber? Yeah, Uber. Have you ever heard of Uber? Should have. Well, I mean, I've been Uber before. but I've... Well, so Uber is a transportation startup. You know, it, it got popular, you know, fairly fast. And basically, it's a service that connects you with luxury cars and drivers. And uh, it's kind of like, instead of buying a taxi that's kind of sucky, you could buy, you know, transportation from place A to place B in a nice car. Whatever that might mean. I don't, I don't know what nice cars are. What yeah. do you know? Um, Cadillacs. Okay, right. So a person with a Cadillac could come and pick you up, drive you to where you want, and it'd be like taking a taxi, but just in a better car. And so um, in a lot of cities, this has been applauded and you know wooed as being great, and then other cities have tried to ban it because, well, they want their taxis to uh, flourish, and so, you know, that kind of thing. Well, apparently, after their latest round of funding, because remember, they're still a startup, they are now apparently valued around $17 billion. That's worth a lot. That's a pretty big startup. I mean, that's that's out of startup territory. Hmm. You know, that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So they're not IPOing, as far as we can tell, but they just raised another $1.2 billion to get to $17 billion. So that's pretty impressive. Obviously, they need, they need a lot of money to do all their, you know... Um, evangelism to get this known to people you know it's for the hipsters and you know places and plus you have to buy the nice cars no 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 no. that's not how it works the people who have nice cars sign up to be an uber driver hmm it's very shady in my personal well, opinion so, you know our city is pink mustaches right yes right it's this, exactly this random like that. people do that right it's exactly I like i haven't that. seen one for a month oh maybe they went out of business well who was that again what service was that mustaches Fine, fine, fine. Either way, I I don't know. They're they're not delivery experts. No, they're they're not. Only we are. No. Domino's can have the monopoly on pizza. You can't mail pizza. No, I would not suggest doing. Not even locally. Not even ever. So tell me about the U.S. Secret Service. Tell me about them. Well, I'll tell you what they can't do: detect sarcasm. Everything's a positive terrorist. You're a terrorist. I'm a terrorist. We all hate people. And um, no, um, apparently they want a way to detect like. How to tell if somebody's being sarcastic about killing the president or something. Right. Like, so, let's say they're, they're sweeping through our audio file right now. And I say, <laughs> we should just, you know, kill the president. And then I would probably be murdered for saying that. I feel like murdered is the wrong word because in the um, view of the United States, that would be a strategic... Win? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something different, but that's good, too. Yeah. We'll call it how it is. Okay. So, what do you think about that? Do you think there's any software that can do that? No, but they, I, they want it, and they'll be willing to buy it. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a basic level of analysis See, that you can perform. Now that they said this, Oracle's going to be working crazy for it, because you know Oracle wants the government's money. Oh, you know it's it. It's the best money, the government. Well, I mean, imagine where they would put this, too. So, if, if somebody wrote something on Facebook, somebody wrote it on their blog, or on Twitter, or even Google+. Even, in, like, just in Guild Wars, too. Right, absolutely. Because like, we know that they do mm-hmm. that for World of Warcraft oh, and many absolutely. other games. Because like, that's where the coke know, deals are. The terrorists, I don't think they're going to look for coke deals. I don't think anyone legitimately cares about that. You think they're worried about gold farmers? No, they're worried about coke dealers. Because that's where the gold money comes from. Or goes to. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, let's talk about some hardware. Uh, this week was actually Computex. And how? who knew that? No one no knew that. No one. Because... And not even a Google search can tell you. Their website is not in English. It's in Taiwanese, I believe. And uh, their website only becomes in English during the event, apparently. And so, well, who knew? Also, it's in Taiwan, so it's hard to find news about it. Uh, and, and at this conference, 
Uh, Intel unveiled two things, uh, the first of which was a Core uh, Core M series of Broadwell processors. Broadwell, of course, isn't out yet. As you might know, it's coming out later this year. As their CEO promised... And their CEO has a good track record for keeping promises. Sure he does. And um, the, the new... Like <laughs> what, what processors? What, what transistors? What are you talking about? Um, the, the new Core M series of Broadwell processors will enable fanless designs of laptops. It will be offering 30% better performance, 30% lower power usage, and most importantly, 60% less heat over the equivalent uh, uh, Haswell. I read something else this week. Yeah, what'd you read? AMD can compete toe-to-toe with Intel. <laughs> now I hear this. The same week. Yeah. I read this top of the headlines at slash dot. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, man. This, is, this sounds pretty amazing. So the the rumor is that there there is a new MacBook Air coming. And the new MacBook Air will be instead of an 11-inch and a 13-inch model, there will be a new unified smaller 12-inch model. It will uh, maintain the 13-inch screen by reducing the bezel size, and it'll also be fanless. And the way they'll achieve this is by using this new Core M series of Broadwell processor. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, can you imagine a fanless laptop? I mean, it's it's weird to think about. Uh, also, imagine what your fanless laptop will look like after you visit YouTube, for example, when Flash is enabled. It won't be a square anymore. It'll be a puddle. You know, that that will be bad. Yeah, you know, a little bit. Uh, now, the other thing that Intel introduced was Post. Post? Like Post Pay? No, po- Post Broadwell. Post Broadwell. Skylake, I believe is what they call it. Oh. Skylake is the Post Broadwell, the, the next architecture change. And um, their, their big thing with that is during that period of time, they'll be introducing some magic technology called Ygig. Uh, I believe in magic. Y gig, it will be seven gigabit Wi-Fi, in basically a meter long. One meter long. Yeah. So you know, table distance. It's pretty amazing. Uh, the idea is it'll be for high performance displays, mice, keyboards, anything that's currently using this fake, you know, uh, L- uh, Logitech unified keyboard thing. Instead of using that unified receiver, you will all just be able to communicate directly with the processor using Y gig. So that won't be cool. You won't have cables running to your monitor and to your uh, mice and, and things. I'm still going to have cables. Well, right, because who's going to buy Skylake the year it comes out? Not me. Of course not. You don't buy new things from Intel. I get the old things. I buy new keyboards based off of IBM's 30-year-old models. Well, everybody loves that particular model, so I don't blame you on that. Class M, the DM. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Intel. Yeah, um, come wave the future. I'm, I'm not lying. I read it this week. AMD says that they can compete toe to toe. Okay, with their mobile so <laughs> we didn't put it in the show because Matt doesn't like reading, but um, you know I can't. Yeah. Um, well, AMD announces new Kavari mobile chips that challenges AMD. I mean, challenges Intel, and allegedly AMD thinks that it will be able to compete directly with um, what do they call it? Uh, i5s and i7s. So, for example, the baseline um, or or the highest end part they're putting out. It will be an AMD FX 7500 with Radeon R7 graphics, and according to them, it's about 40% faster than an equivalent i7. But keep in mind that these are mobile parts, and also that these are Haswell parts. Their newest part could just barely beat out Haswell, and then in three months, Broadwell comes out, and they'll be losing again. But that's fine. If they were always one year behind, that's fine, Mm -hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. Because it's just that they're four. 
You know, on average, yes. I mean, yes, on average, yes. Uh, if the I would continue to buying them if they were half the price and just only one year behind. Yeah. That would actually be fine. That is a good model to have, but mm-hmm. they can't keep that going. No. And and honestly, that's only in their mobile lineup. They don't have anything to compete <sighs> on the desktop. But but they already said 2016 they have their own new architecture. Okay, so let's think about that. So Broadwell They have so much money saved up. But they don't. They don't have any money. They're leaking like a sieve. They say that the gaming industry has generated revenue for them. No, it's that they broke even for them. <laughs> did you hear they took out a huge loan? Yeah, I hear a lot of things. And it's sad. No, but but think about <laughs> think about this. Even if AMD has something in two thousand sixteen, if that's the case, two thousand fifteen will be ruled by the Broadwell, two thousand sixteen will be re- ruled by the Skylake. And then the next thing in 2017 will completely decimate everything that AMD has worked towards. You know what? That's fine. It's terrible. That's fine. It's the definition of AMD failing. What are you doing? See, I'm just, I had to try it once. What? Either way, regardless. Okay. So uh, what do we know about uh, Amazon? Amazon? Oh, Amazon. Oh, well, those people who are the latest ones to have an event? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Another special I hear is on the schedule. Yeah, another special. Yeah. June 18th, there will be a Amazon announcing a amazing product. Yeah, now let us let me play the video for you so that you oh, can it's get... It's something you've never seen. Yeah, this is literally something you've never seen. That's really cool. It's so amazing. You... It's very real life and uncomparable to anything I've seen. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, this is neat. This is really neat. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's super awesome. I don't know how you guys do it. It's pretty flawless to see this. Wow. That is really cool. How does it do that? Whoa. That's pretty good. <laughs> that, I'm impressed. That's uh, pretty damn intuitive. That's really cool. I would use that a lot. That's really cool. That's fantastic. Do I have to give this back? So this was kind of an interesting thing. You could request, as a normal person, an invite to their Seattle event here on June 18th. That doesn't normally happen. Normal people don't normally get to go to events. Um, and so it was on, I think it was just invites for only one day. So like, uh, it was a few days ago when this came out. And it was just a big banner on the website. But do you really think normal people would sign up for it? I think so. If you're in Seattle, I think if Amazon suddenly po- you know, poked up, a big, hey, do you want to do this exclusive thing? I think a lot of people would try. Hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So what do you think this new thing is, this amazing and revolutionary oh, product? Oh, just a phone. Just a phone? Just is, a 3D is it the, phone. Is it the phone that we've been hearing about for months? It is the phone we've been hearing about for months, and you can read Kindle books delivered to you for free on AT&T in 3D. Do we really believe that's true? You can hold the phone up to your eyes, and it's just like, imagine the room was a book. Okay. And so it's a book cube. You move the phone around, and that's the only thing. Book sphere? I, the book sphere. It's, okay, all, you have, you have like half a dozen people saying, oh, amazing, super cool. What can make them all woo and be amazed at? Photo books. It has to be it. That's the only thing that could get that many people to say it's awesome, because they are totally not paid to act. No, not at all, right? Well, I just don't, I don't, okay, so let's talk about the obvious problem. How is the carrier going to work? AT&T. Do you really believe AT&T? All Prime members get it free. I just don't believe that. You see, this is something you'll never know. But I don't think, I don't Until the 18th. But even then, I don't think, I, I almost am positive that there's no way that you'll get anything for free. 
If you're Prime Holder. Even if you're Prime Holder, you'll get nothing for free. Maybe Phone Prime? Maybe No, I, I, you, I doubt even if you buy Prime with... Like, at most... But you get free shipping yes. of the device. Oh, right. That's your guarantee. But only if you buy Prime first. But we already have it. Right, 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 of course. I just don't think that that's how it works. I feel like there might be a deal, but uh, not even, really. Because if you recall from a few Kindle Fire launches ago, which is funny to say, um, you could do $50 a year... And then each month you would get 250 megs of data. Hmm. That's barely enough for any normal person. I think the bare minimum is a gig these days. And honestly, if Amazon was trying to be revolutionary in the carrier sense, you would need more than that. So then that leaves the device. And 3D alone isn't enough to captivate us, especially after seeing the uncripplization of iOS 8 and the yet-to-be-seen revolution of Android. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see on the 18th, but, you know, uh, I'm uh, excited for a non-event. But this is going to be very cool. We'll see. So, finally, let's talk about uh, our E3 extravaganza happening later this week. Okay. Are you, are you, are you going to be around for that show? Oh, I think I'm scheduled in on Wednesday. Yeah. And I'll uh, let you know on Thursday I didn't show up. Oh, darn. Oh, man, that's terrible. I'll do this to you this week. Don't, don't worry. I'll send you some pings. I've got this new Python script. You better send me letters. Oh, well, I didn't have a Python script that could do well, that. See, I want you to address these letters as White House, Corner of Hewitt, and Tatum. Do you think that'll work? Well, if you put Matt Petchel, um, Hewitt, and Tatum, it will get to me. I want to see if it works. I really want to see if it works. Write down whatever you want me to do, and I'll do it. I'll even stamp it for you and send it, and not even tell you I'm doing it. <laughs> so what's the point? <laughs> okay, well, anyway, uh, E3. So, um, you know, E3 is the biggest game conference of the year. You know, it's bigger than game... You know, game developer conference. This isn't for developers. This is for the major OEMs of gaming. It's kind of funny. Um, to, you know, promote their consoles and their games. Now, of the five conferences that are listed here, two of them are major, you know, game makers, you know, EA and, and, and Ubisoft. Um, you know, EA makes things like The Sims and what else do they make? Like FIFA or something, like yeah, games. I, I just, um, you know, sports games. Ubisoft makes like Assassin's Creed. And that kind of thing. Yeah, people like that. People like that. Microsoft, of course, makes the Halo. Um, Sony makes the the Final Fantasy, sort of, but not really. That's Square. Uh, and Nintendo makes a bunch of garbage. Pokemon. Everyone likes Pokemon. Well, so here, let's let's go down the list. What is Microsoft going to talk about this year at their E3 conference? Xbox One stuff, obviously. But what else about it? What what new things can they unveil for the platform? No idea. So, I mean, clearly they've done a lot of work in the past two months to disenfranchise the Kinect. Like, they've made that separate bundle without a Kinect. This week, they turned down the requirement to reserve Kinect processing power. Which is nice. Which is great. What can they do with the Kinect this week to, or not the Kinect, but the Xbox One, to make it a better platform for not only gamers, but for also developers? Is there anything? Outlook. This will be the first year where they're, where the Xbox One is at E3 after being revealed. So last year, it hadn't been formally sold yet. It had to be done in a tent. Right. So what what could they do? Like new games obviously, the the maturing of the game platform, I guess. That's I the mean, Halo 5. So clearly they're going to be showing off some more of Halo 5, but I don't think does that come out does that even come out this year? I thought that was next year thing. The hype train can never be too long. I mean, no, it, it really can roll for years and years. Right. So I think that's Halo 5 driven steam. That's a different platform. 
<laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is a different platform. Yes. So, okay, let's let's talk about uh, Sony. What can Sony do this year? The PS4 is already cheaper, or it, you know, it had a lead. It was cheaper for a long time. Now it's on. Say, been two full years since hack. Since what? Hack. What's that? Great hack. Oh, right, right. That hack. Yes, that hack. Um, you know, I don't know what Sony has. Like, I really don't know what, what Sony's mission is in life. I really un- feel like I can root for Microsoft to improve. Well, but Sony's already Final good. Fantasies. But that's Square Enix's deal, and Pay nobody them. What? Pay them to make Final Fantasies <sighs> faster. Honestly, I don't think Final Fantasy makes Sony a lot of money. I don't think it well, makes anyone any money anymore. I need them. And I don't mean like 13. No, no, no. I no. need, we I need, need a good one. We need 15. 15 yeah. is going to be great. Um, and I better have full control of my entire party. You know you won't. Like, that's a, that's a lost art. That's gone. But that needs to come back if people are going to care. I understand. Um, so what about Nintendo? What can Nintendo do this year? Do you, is there anything they can do with the Wii U to make it an actual gaming console now? Or is it still just mostly dead in the water? I cannot answer that. Like, what game would you buy a Wii U for? Um, live action Pokemon. Okay. Where you... So an an actual RPG well, so of Pokemon. It would, it would be great. Like so, like you know how the Wii motion controls are very gimmicky and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so in a lot of games, like if you you get like two crosshairs, and if you press two buttons in the middle of the crosshairs, you get points. Right. You Imagine get a bonus. if you actually had to, if you're trying to catch a wild Bulbasaur, you had to throw the Pokeball just right. Right. You threw too far. Like oh, you overthrew, got away. Right. Fool. Now what if you didn't have all the gimmicks, but you still had the RPG element of Pokemon. Wouldn't that be great, too? Well, if it was motion control, it has to be filled with gimmicks. Well, but it's a Wii U, so the the gimmick... The, like, you don't use the sticks anymore for the Wii U, mostly. You, you pretty much are... You use the small screen in your hand instead of your big screen. Right, so the small screen in your hand would be, like, your inventory or your Pokemon's move, and then you would see the live action happening on the big screen. And you'd never have time to look up, because you're already planning your next move. Right, so you... I mean, doesn't everyone just turn off all the motions on the stupid handheld game, anyway? You can do that? Yeah. It speeds up combat so much. What I only I haven't played Pokemon since Sapphire. I'm pretty sure Sapphire had it. Instead, they just shake instead of doing like flamethrower and stuff. Well, I always shake. No. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, okay. So then, clearly, they're going to be talking about their new uh, Pokemon games, which are naming eluding me. New Sapphire, new new uh, Ruby. You know, remakes. They're going to be talking that up, but I don't think that's a big draw either. That again, it's, it's using the past to leverage the future, and I feel like. Enough. That that's what Nintendo does, and they're going to fail at it one of these days. Well, I, I the only reason they fail at it is because they don't give straight imports. If I could just play straight up like Donkey Kong sixty four, I would I would buy the Wii U. But I, you can't. No, no, you can't. Like if if the they made past was their prime, and if they could give you the past back untainted, it would be fine. I mean, if they could make an, a Pokemon RPG, that would be printing money, as they say. I mean, what drove three DS sales? I don't know. Pokemon. Oh, right. Well, of course. I mean, people flat out said, hey, Pokemon, and then that was the only time they made money. Right. And and if they, if they just did it for the Wii U, they would make more money. Yeah. Yeah, but they won't. I mean, even Pokemon Stadium and Coliseum and what it's, was that other one called? I don't know, but that sounds right. I even bought Pokemon Snap. And I was just taking pictures of Pokemon. in-game Pokemon. That's pretty funny. Yeah. You know, well, if they made if they made remakes of any of those, I feel like they would sell. But the most seller... Would be Pokemon be... Snappier. We well, take more pictures. I hope not. Uh, po- Pokemon Instagram. Uh, partnership. New partnership. Yeah. That'd actually be kind of fun. You know, you have to have an internet connection. Yeah, but... Okay, whatever. So, I, I, so in all of that, do you think this will be a uh, small, big, 
E3, what do you think? I, I'm thinking E3s will continue to get smaller and smaller every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I everyone has their own events now. But, so all of the events here are focused around, I mean, like, none of them are actually during the conference. The only one who's during the conference is on Nintendo. And, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo's is already the most pathetic. And we didn't even see it yet. You know, they were once Titans. They were the best for a while. Yeah, and then they squandered it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a shame. I honestly love Nintendo. Um, everybody loves Nintendo. That's what everybody grew up with. But they couldn't keep it up. You grew up with a PlayStation, traitor. I had a Nintendo 64 but before that. I have all the systems. Yeah, well, uh, you, you... I don't play you, any of them anymore. You like old things? Of... Yeah, I do. I love yeah, old I, things. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of allergic to those things. Speaking of old things, Speaking let's move Speaking of allergic along. and old things, my dad was flipping out shooting the black powdered gun. Why? It, well, if you, he, so he was in his wheelchair, so you can't walk away when you're in a smoke cloud. And so I'm sitting down, wind, six shots go off, and it's like smoke screen, and like, I'm inhaling sulfur. I'm like, and that's how it went. Oh, I got a video of it. I will look later. I, I don't have it on me. Good, good. I'm so glad. So what do you do next week, other than E3? Uh, route 11. Uh, I got uh, my my own personal route. I get a case in the morning. That means I get to start at 7 instead of 9. And hopefully I still get to go to 5 o'clock and I get lots of overtime this week. Sounds like you're making money. If I make money, I'll spend it faster. See, I'm already looking at this cannon release form. Like, So when you buy artillery... And you need to buy powder, a cannon release form? Oh, no, no, it's free. But um, okay. the, the company that sells these cannons, um, because, you know, you could destroy a building with it. Turns out... Yeah, um, they don't want to sell it to anyone, and so they actually make you do some paperwork, like acknowledging, like, yes, this is a full, per- this is a real cannon. Don't do something stupid with it. Yeah, how about how about no, dude? I could be a cannoneer. Those is that the- even a thing? No, it's not. It actually is, but but no, it's not. I mean, artillery. I thought you for sure you were going to go with artillerist, but. Yeah, it would be great. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I do know. Well, next week, uh, of course, I'm doing the, um, you know, the the E3 special with Andrew Bailey, and hopefully you. But you know, we'll see. And uh, yes, you will. Uh, sure. And also, uh, I'll be working on that website and probably taking some more pictures with a camera that's not been mentioned in any way. And yeah, something like that. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at MatthewPetrol.com. You can send me an email at MatthewPetrol at gmail.com. So, what about uh, that mailing address? Is that mailing thing, like? thing? I wasn't getting any letters. No, you weren't getting any letters. No? At all? No. Is it a surprise? To me, yeah. I mean, I To listeners, no. <laughs> Either of us are not surprised. Yeah. I mean, nobody really uses that post office. Stamps. Prices keeps creeping up. It's still pretty cheap. I mean, clearly, though, people would use it way more if you had to pay twice. You know, it's only fair. Right, it is only fair. And of course, you can find me, Ryan Rappers, just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar. And of course, on the Google+, Plus, which is where I don't only post stories throughout the week about news that we talk about here, but I also post pretty pictures from a camera that I haven't told anyone about. They're really nice pictures. You should really look at them, especially that photosphere of a dock in a swamp. And... Mm -hmm. Lakefront. Whatever. Promote the lake. Whatever. And also... A really cool, auto-awesome, moving GIF picture thing. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay, well, sounds good. Have a good one. The ticks are the biggest!
But they lose points Whoa. because there's people. What? What's that? Oh, so I reached into my pocket to get my LastPass password. Anyone I pulled out? No. I don't know what a that is. A rope. Oh. With a bit of tape at the end. Now I would hit everything in the room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no flying in the studio. Okay.